Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. Hello, everybody, and I want to welcome you again to another podcast episode for First Fleet 10-4. Uh, this is Mark McKnight, and uh, I am happy today to be presenting to you our first Roadshow podcast. Yep, we've taken it over the road and we have come all the way to Lynchburg, Virginia, beautiful area of the country uh, where we have a, a great customer to work with and we have a fantastic team uh, up here uh, that has been serving up here, uh, this customer for 20 years. And uh, today we are getting to interview six 20 year drivers uh, that have served with us faithfully uh, since the beginning, since we started this. Uh, road uh, with uh, flowers in Lynchburg and uh, wanted to get their stories. And um, they've got a, uh, a celebration that we've gotten to be able to take part in and to hear their stories and hear things that others have said about them and to, to visit with their families. And it's, done a, it's been a great opportunity for them to be able to share and reflect over their time here. And we've got uh, the interviews. We've got interviews with each of these six drivers and I look forward to you hearing those and uh, kind of getting a feel for, for what it's like to be with the company for 20 years and to uh, to take that time and that make that effort to go through a lot of changes. And um, it's good. I hope you enjoy these stories. I do have to say that uh, unlike our prior episodes where we've got the uh, Miss Elez Wyndham and our executive producer kind of making sure that we are covered with big microphones and all the recording, I am working off a little iPhone and a little microphone. So you have to bear with me on some of these. But uh, I do say that uh, even though the quality of the recording and the audio may not be what it's, you're used to, the quality of the interviews and the answers that you're hearing and the responses that you're getting from, from these gentlemen um, are definitely well worth the listen. So thank you, and uh, I hope you enjoy it, and I know you will. Well, now I'm getting the chance to sit with Mr. Chris Gibson here in Lynchburg. And um, Chris, you're not just a, a first-time interviewee on this uh, podcast, but now you are a second time. So that makes you a, a, a virtual pro at this new podcasting scene that we've got going on. Well, thank you, Mark. I uh, guess I've gotten used to it a little bit. Still uh, working on the questions a little bit as we move forward, but yeah. Don't worry, so am I. <laughs> But it's a great it's a great opportunity, especially for I mean we have over three thousand full time drivers, and then more than that on the employee front. But you know, for drivers and employees to hear from someone who's been here for twenty years with First Fleet, we think it's really important for a message like yours to be able to get out to those that have been working with us a much shorter time. And uh, that's what we kind of want to get a feel for is, you know, what's your experience been like in 20 years? And, you know, if you've seen any changes that have kind of come along either with First Fleet or maybe with Flower, some things that you've experienced, I'd be, we'd be grateful if you would uh, share that with us. Well, it's been really easy over the years. Things have changed a lot in the trucking industry. And even for me, you know, at the time I was here versus when everything um it's transpired different trucking companies came in and where things used to be one way they've gotten so much better over the years, which has really kind of led us in the right direction as kind of where I want to be at in life. And it's really uh, helped me grow individually. Plus I've matured a little bit over the years and you know, it's really, it kind of been a home to me. 
That's always good to hear. And, and home is what's been mentioned a lot, you know, throughout the different podcasts and the different, you know, when we've had uh, interviews with others is to be able to, to treat like a, a family. And uh, that's one thing Bobby and I were talking about is the, the family atmosphere here, Murfreesboro, wherever it may be, is how important that is. To, it gives you a lot of satisfaction to be able to come in every day because uh, the jobs that y'all have here, they're not easy. And uh, y'all are very busy and you've got it uh, very laborious in regards to what you do. Um, but something about First Fleet keeps you coming back every day. And I think that's that's the big thing we want everybody to understand is is what keeps you motivated and, and the drive that you have to, to be, be, keep doing what you're doing for 20 years and, and many more beyond that. Well, it's definitely nice having a, I mean, a great management, great equipment. And hours are so-so, but that's pretty much dictated by me as long as I've been here. I could choose something a little bit different-wise, but, I mean, it really has. It's it's enjoyable working with the guys I work with, the drivers. Um, they become like brothers or sisters and everything, and kind of like a family atmosphere. And just maybe one note of encouragement for someone that's kind of get brand new started and, you know, they, they plugged in, they're listening to the podcast, and they're, you know, maybe a week or a month or a couple of months into the job, something that you want to kind of some advice you want to pass on to someone that's new getting started with us. Well, it's like anything in life, you know, pretty much you, you can't give up anything worth having is you got to be willing to put the work in for it. And I think out here, I, you really just need to keep moving ahead. And when you look back, you'll see all the wonderful things you've done. Well, Chris, thanks for, for sitting with me. I appreciate this and, and sharing this. And uh, nice to be able to come up here and celebrate you and uh, a number of other drivers that have been with us for 20 years. Again, that's a great accomplishment and uh, definitely something to celebrate. So thanks for all you do. And uh, thanks for all you continue to, to do and help for others and for our customer. All right. Thanks for having me. Now I'm getting the chance to sit down with Mr. Bobby Austin. My understanding is, is that you are the most senior driver here. And uh, serving 20 years with First Fleet, which is uh, truly remarkable. We have a few out there, and we look to having many more as we continue to go through uh, at many locations. But I just want you to get a, get a chance to introduce yourself to all of our listeners, and and you know, and again, we just as we were just discussing, you've not only been doing this for 20 years, but you've been doing this a whole lot longer. So I'd like to get you a, a chance to uh, be able to tell a little bit about the changes you've seen over the years as you've done this, and just a neat story or two. Let's see, I've been with First Fleet 20 years. I was with uh, the customer they have now, Flowers Bakery. I was with them for 21 years. And then I think it was a year with uh, another company called PTG. As far as changes, <laughs> the best one I've seen over the years, and I don't want to give a wrong answer. I don't even know whether there is a wrong answer. I do know for a fact First Fleet has some of the best, if not the best, equipment as far as tractors, trailers. Over the years, like I said, back 40 years ago, you wouldn't believe the stuff we was driving. So anyway, um, that and uh, supervisors, Richard Vaughn, top of the list in my book. Uh, not taking any one thing away from Kelly Moore, because Kelly was real nice. Was it Mama Kelly? Oh, it was Mama Kelly. It was just, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's a fact. But um, not taking anything away from her at all, but we, we've got some of the best. That's good to know. I know uh, well, I was going to get a chance to talk to Richard, too. He may not know it, but he will be on this as well. And uh, that's one thing I was talking about him is that uh, 
he has a desk and we're in his office right now, but as most of the time, I don't think he's in it. I think he's pretty much got running shoes on the whole time he's doing something. So that, that to me, that, that, that shows a sign of a, of a strong leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He, uh, well, as far as anything that we have to do, he's done it. You know, it's packing out a trailer load, coming back and maybe getting an old going somewhere. He's done it. Uh, anytime you got any problems, just, you know, you can call him and, He'll, he'll help you with them. Uh, I try my darndest not to call him because I know he just gets a ton of calls, but uh, I kid him. I said, well, that's the reason you know, they pay you the big bucks, Richard. <laughs> and I don't think he likes that, but I tease him about it every now and then. But yeah, it's um, First Fleet. Hey, I like it. And if I didn't like it, I wouldn't have been here the 20 years and a half. Uh, that's always good to hear. And we mentioned changes, and, and I guess about 42 years ago, platform science didn't exist, right? <laughs> uh, we, it was all we could do to get the log books filtered correctly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, nothing like that was available back then, that's for sure. What are your thoughts on platform science? When it first came out and they first installed them, I say I was negative about it. I mean, I just had negative thoughts about it. But once I got to using it and everything... It's 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 good. It's it's less work for us. And I think as far as Richard and Lisa, the information going to them is just instantly. That was a good move. Well, that's good. We always want to hear those good testimonials. So we appreciate that. One thing I always want to make sure we cover is is when I'm looking at it and talking with a 20 year senior driver. And you know, we got a recruiting team that is just constantly working on getting new drivers in and new employees. What kind of advice would you give someone, whether it's on a flowers account or just first fleet in general, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's kind of just brand new starting and listening to this and, and kind of getting their feet wet with first fleet? There again, I would say just, you know, stick with it. Uh, it may or may not be for you, but you're not going to find a better company, I don't think, as far as working for. It's like, uh, like a big family. And I'm sure the closer you get to home office it's more closer even even at that but but no i just say um you know i wouldn't i wouldn't hesitate about telling somebody not to come by no means you mentioned family and that's one thing that you hear a lot out in the field is with 100 plus locations out there it still has that family atmosphere and and i know that i've always been welcomed with open arms here when i get to come up here so i look i look forward to coming up here and got a great crew up here and i, I can sense even during the meetings it's, it's it's a lot of good bantering and good times around and i i can sense that that family atmosphere right right yeah no it's a, it's a lot of that goes on but uh, this time of day you kind of have to watch some of the stuff that you may would do times have changed dramatically you know I don't know. It's just, it's different. So yeah, kind of have to watch it, but uh, we still do it. <laughs> what well, makes the day go by, you know? Yeah. Tuesdays are full of golf usually, aren't they? Uh, for some people, not me. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Well, Bobby, I appreciate you just taking a few minutes out and just kind of sitting and sharing, you know, just a little bit about you. And, and uh, what, one more thing, what do you like to do outside of First Fleet? Spend time with my family. That and doing house chores. Both of which is why we do what we do, That's right? Exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Bobby. I appreciate you again. Thanks, thanks again. Thanks for so much for 20 awesome years of the First Fleet. Well, thank you for the opportunity of hiring me and uh, it all working there for both of us.
All right, now I'm with Chuck Fleming and uh, getting the chance to, again, celebrate uh, all the 20 years. And it's been, you know, we just had the ceremony and uh, it was a very touching ceremony. And, you know, not to just honor one person, but to honor all six of you who have stayed the course in what would be a, a very demanding job. When you started out, you were doing a lot of everything. But now that you've, you've, you've kind of gotten your seniority, it's probably changed a little bit. But, you know, you're still there for everybody and you've, you've done a fantastic job. So we, we definitely appreciate that. And just kind of want to get your thoughts on, you know, just your time with First Fleet. Okay, yes. Well, first, before First Fleet got here, you know, I first started working with Flowers. When I first came on, I was like, man, I'm, I'm always on at work. I never at home. You know, we always got out late. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna make this. I said, this, this is tough. It's tough. I said, I ain't no way in the world I'm gonna stay in this, this job here because I'm always at work. But, you know, I made it through. And then in 2000, that's when Fresh Fleet came in and it seemed like everything got a little better because, you know, we had more drivers. The company was running a whole lot more better. And then, you know, Keller come along when Keller came here. It, it it really got a little bit more better for the company, you know, especially for us drivers in Lynchburg. Because, you know, for a while, when First Fleet came in from like from 2000 to like 2006 or seven when Kelly came here, seemed like, you know, we never had enough drivers. And, you know, we always was work, asked to do a whole lot more. And, uh, but, you know, made it through. Um, well, from what I always know of Kelly is that she always took care of y'all. I'm not sure exactly what her nickname was. I always kind of call her Mama Kelly, maybe Miss Kelly, but I know uh, she she's always reached out there to do what she could. Yeah. And uh, and for the longest time when she was here, she did a fantastic job yeah. of uh, of keeping everybody corralled. Yeah, she did. She did. Uh, you know, it was struggle at at the beginning, and then when she first came in, you know, we was like, okay, this woman. She don't drive a truck. We were like, okay, don't know. we don't know how this going to work out. But, you know, but, you know, she proved herself and, uh, you know, everything just got better. Everything just turned around to me personally, it, it got better. You know, I still, you know, had a little few issues I had, but, you know, I made it through. That's awesome. Um, anybody coming in new? You know, that, that, you know, either they could be driving with Lynchburg or, or some other or fleet, just, you know, somebody sitting in our truck for the first time or the first few times in the first few months. What kind of advice would you like to give a new driver with First Fleet? Well, for new drivers, you know, you just have to stay the course. Uh, it, it'll seem like it's, 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 it's worse. Some days, some weeks, it seems worse. It seems like, and we had a whole lot of drivers just, you know, just, just quit because two or three weeks, you know, you're getting late dispatches. But you just have to hang in there. It'll get better. When you do the right thing, they'll, they'll hang in there with you. I think I think a lot of people have kind of experienced that as well. We know that not just been here twenty years, but even shorter than that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I always tell people, you know, give us a year and then make a decision. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, because at the beginning, it's going to seem tough. Which is it's always is when you come from another job, especially if you come from over the road, and then you go in there, you work in, and yeah, it's, it seems tough, but you just have to, you know, just hang in there. Yeah, just hang in there. It'll get better. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks again, Chuck, for everything. Thanks again for 20 years, and, and look forward to many more. 
Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, and then another story I want to tell about uh, when I first, when first Kelly first got here, you know, I was pretty much on thin ice and, you know, she stuck with me. She believed in me and I'm very thankful for that. Her and, and the late Mike Bradford, they stuck with me and I appreciate that. I think I, that's what brings that big smile to your face. Yeah. People can help you out and, you know, work with you and help you out. You know, that's, that's what, you know, to me as a driver, you know, that's what you want. Company did. If they can, you know, they're hanging there with you. We got many more years to do that, yes. thankfully. Well, thanks again, Chuck. I appreciate everything and uh, good luck out there on the course today. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Now I get the chance to sit down with Mr. John Shull. You're kind of the newbie of the group, aren't you? As far as the, uh, y'all got 20 years, but I think uh, it's interesting to see and hear all the different experiences and stories of, of 20 years. Uh, 20 years is a long time, and uh, especially getting to do what you get to do every day. And uh, first of all, say I just want to say thank you. Thanks for everything. Uh, I always appreciate y'all. Always, again, always coming up here, and I know I get a chance to talk to you. And um, I think the last time I was up here, you were showing me some prize race cars you got going on. And I was just kind of curious: is that is that something you're still doing? Or are you still racing? Yes, sir. I'm still racing a little bit, not quite as much as I used to. I'm still doing it. Uh, is it mostly dirt racing? No, it's on the drag strip, eight mile racing. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So, uh, okay. Are they still able to do most? Are they still doing some racing right now with all the the COVID around? Yes, the drag strips are still running, not up to capacity, but they are running every weekend to somewhat. Well, I always like to hear that because I think you you showed me you showed me some of your cars before in the past, and uh, it's very impressive. (laughs) It's a nice little hobby, I guess. It is a good hobby. It gives you something to get away and enjoy yourself relieve the stress <laughs> well as far as you know what you do here and um you, you've served us well so for so long kind of give everybody kind of your thoughts on on what it's been like over over the last 20 years maybe some changes that have kind of come along uh some things that have been and neat to see as far as over time and it could be just the whole family here itself mm, things have changed quite a bit and it's changed for the good I really don't know how to answer that, but it's all good. Everything's been really good, and I enjoy the people I work with. Yeah, definitely a family atmosphere because it's. I know I've been to a couple of safety meetings, and you hear a lot of bantering back and forth, and uh, it's it's always seemed to be in good fun, and you, everybody seems to enjoy. And, and I think you learn from each other in those in those regards as well. So I do have to ask, um, I was going to ask about changes. What about platform science? You, you guys have been on here for a, a few weeks now and we're getting, or we're about two thirds of the way rolled out as far as getting the company done. What kind of changes uh, has that been and how, how do you like uh, working through that, those changes? Uh, the changes for the good, I like it. First couple of days, I wasn't really sure, but the more I use it, the better I like it. It's, it's a good program. Just give it a couple of days and you'll be happy with it. You know, the last E in our in our core values of serve is embrace change. And I'd say this has been an embracing a lot of change throughout for, for the company throughout the last year as far as uh, I think the way you described it as well. It's okay. First couple of days, it's a little iffy, but then you kind of get used to it. And I think it's been pretty much pretty positive feedback throughout. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good after the first couple of days. You just you pick right up on it and it's, it's really simple. To me, it made things easier. I really enjoy it. You said the key words. Those are those are important to hear. <laughs> as far as ma- making things easier, that's that's the goal. Easier and faster for sure. Um, as far as yet, if you got somebody new coming on board, you know, for first fleet, 
what kind of advice from a from a twenty year guy would you like to kind of give somebody that is, is fresh coming on on board with First Fleet? Uh, on the flower side, it's it's a little tough in the beginning, but just work with it, and everything will come to you, and you enjoy the job. It's a really First Fleet's a really good place to work. I didn't come I didn't come to work for First Fleet soon enough. I really enjoy it here. Oh, you thank thank you for the twenty years and. You got plenty more in you, I know. So thanks again, John. I appreciate all you do, and uh, thanks for being with us. All right. Thank you. Now I'm getting a chance to uh, sit down with Mr. Barry Elder, and um, you've had more experience in this account than just the 20 years. And I just wanted to ask you, you know, just real quick, as far as the changes you've seen over time and just kind of your experience and just be able to share with everybody what your experience has been. Uh, not just with First Fleet, but with the account in general. Everybody'd love to hear you what you have to say. Well, I'm really not sure <laughs> how to go about this. It's been a lot of changes. Some, in my opinion, are for the better. Some are not so good. Flowers. We always got a better truck each year. You know, we had more roll-up wonders, and it went to electric wonders. Well, now all of the trucks are pretty much the same. But y'all do keep us in nice equipment. I don't. You know, I broke down yesterday, the first time in years. So the good equipment is really nice. And equipment in general is a whole lot better than it was 20 years ago or 26 years ago. And all, it's provided me a, a great lifestyle. Uh, I bought two new homes, bought several new vehicles. It's provided me a good way of life for over 20 years and 20 years with First Fleet and the years before. So I'm very thankful. As far as um, First Fleet we're just coming up on 35 years this last year. And I remember when flowers just came first kind of came on board back in 2000. And, uh, you know, we really didn't know what, we didn't know what bread was at the time, but, uh, now we've, we've learned it. And I know that the, the job that you all have here is a physically, it's a demanding job. It's not, uh, it's not driving, it's driving and, and it's, it's moving a lot of trays around. I think it'd be nice to kind of get a kind of a glimpse of, of what it's like in regards to the, into the warehouse and into that, that other part of the job that maybe others don't aren't aware of. How can you describe that for everybody? I'll try because this it's been a while for me. I've been lucky enough with my seniority. I haven't been doing dropping hooks for the last eight years, so it's I got to go back eight years to do that. But it was uh, one of the hardest and easiest jobs at the same time. It's not very difficult, uh, but it's very time consuming. Those not only do you have to unload the bread off a trailer, you have to separate it and get each route man their particular order and put it behind their truck. And it's not always you get in a hurry, you misread the paperwork, all the numbers after a while start looking the same. But uh, it's one of those jobs when I was training people, I tell them it's the hardest job and the easiest because once you learn it, you can go on through it pretty easy. But the learning process is, is hard and I would say when I first started, six or seven hours on unloading a truck. And now, well, I, I'm not going to say now because I don't do it anymore. But when I finished, I was like three, three and a half hours. So it, you can cut the time down. Whenever I come up here, uh, I always hear a lot about golfing on Tuesdays with the team and then hunting and then uh, racing cars. So I just kind of want to get everybody, everybody to understand and, and kind of get a feel for what do you like to do outside of here after after 20 years? Well, I'll kind of fall into a little bit different of category. I did some racing, but it was racing four-wheel drive trucks in mud. There was a lot of us back in the early 2000s when First Fleet took over. We all had ATVs, and we would go 
ATV riding every Tuesday. And then we got some new guys in. And then one guy that wanted to play golf. So now there's a bunch of golfers here. I, I myself, I'm not. I'm a motorcycle guy. I like riding motorcycles, and that's my passion. I have two. And uh, every chance I get, I ride. And I've been lucky enough to come friends with some First Fleet drivers in Tennessee. And not only have they become friends, they've put me in their house and put me up. And we've done a bunch of riding on the east side of Tennessee. And that's the best countryside in the United States, in my opinion, to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Every time you go up to East Tennessee, and I lived there for a few years, but you always hear it referred to as God's country. So uh, <laughs> you described it very well. And the last thing I wanted to ask is, is, for somebody new coming on, whether it's in Lynchburg or any other location with, with First Fleet, what kind of advice would you like to give somebody that's just now brand new within their first year of working with us? Well, <laughs> I've always been the hard-headed one, so I kind of cause more trouble than good. But I tell them I'm a driver trainer now, so I get them in the truck with me. And I just tell them, you know, a lot of times they're changing jobs. We don't take a lot of people straight off the street so most of the time they're coming from another company and i'll tell them there's going to be some good times and bad times with any company we're going to work the holidays people eat the bread the most during the holidays so we're going to be working on the holidays we're going to be working weekends but like i said first fleet's a really good company they've treated me well for 20 years and i just tell them they just hang in here you just look at just like today with six of us for 20 years in one day so it's a good place to come. It's a good place to retire from. Thanks again. Thanks again for what you do. Thanks for taking this time to kind of to share yourself and uh, to get to, to speak to others out there that, to, to hear what you had to say. So thanks again for everything. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm getting a chance to sit with Mike Martin, uh, who's, again, 20 years, but it's probably 10 years with flowers. You go way, way back. So uh, I just kind of wanted to, everybody to kind of hear your your story as far as, you know, You've got a lot of history here, not just with First Fleet, but with flowers. And just I think it's important to know as a, as a, from a family company just to how your, your growth has been over the time as far as your relationship here. It's been really good because um, First Fleet is a, a family-owned company, and the people are treated, employees are treated. We have a family-type atmosphere with one another, and that's it's been carried on through my career. You know, from Flowers, Flowers' motto used to be Flowers Family. Well, with First Fleet, you know, we was, as I said, fortunate enough to basically get another family. And it's been, been the same. And it's been good. Now, how did you start out with this? Not just First Fleet, but, you know, you started way back. You started working with Flowers directly, right? Yeah, I started uh, at 16, working part-time on a shipping dock loading trucks. And then I... Was hired on full time and uh, worked on a uh, loading dock for five years, basically packing out sort of in bulk form. Then started driving at 21, and that's why I was telling uh, you know my wife too that from being 45, and I've been driving for since 96, but I've been with my driving career has been the majority has been with First Fleet 20 years of it out of 24. So, you know, it's been the, the road. I had uh interim ship with flowers <laughs> and shipping, <laughs> and then I <laughs> moved into the driving. So doing the same thing, just driving and then shipping. Yeah, it's been good. That's important to hear because you've spent 
I mean, you've grown up in the business basically. Mm-hmm. So you've learned many, many different aspects from the shipping to the transportation end of it. So, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's huge to, I mean, you take ownership and you take stock in that and that's, that's huge. It starts at home, just like with you and your family, you know, how you teach your kids. My dad started working for for Kearns. It was Kearns Bakery in 1971. He met my mother here. She worked in production. He was uh, in shipping. And uh, then, like my dad, he was in charge of pushing snow. For You know, when it snowed around here, he was in charge of it. He, he stayed here a day at a time. I mean, he'd come in at, say, 7 o'clock in the morning, and it starts snowing, and he might not come home to you know, the next day. So he taught there's no quit until you just can't can't go any further. You know, you have a job, a task to do, you stick with it. And then my faith fortified that. You don't stop. You know, you continue to push ahead until you just can't go anymore. I mean, and that's what we do. Like they talked about the, you know, snow days and when uh, Barry and John got stuck. Well, me and Chuck and my brother, we went out that day too, but we just had to turn around and come back because the road was blocked. But had the road been open, we would have continued. If it had been 20 miles an hour, you know, we would have kept going. And that's just, you know, that's what was instilled in me and, and others. All of these guys that's been here this long, I think what I've seen in characters of people that stay here and that are like that, they, they were taught that from home. And then being here amongst other people, you kind of pack together and do the same things. And we also help one another. Barry would help me. I was sick one time in Farmville. I mean, like flu type sick, you know. Hmm. Barry was coming back from like, say, Richmond. And he stopped in there and helped me finish, you know. And I would do the same for him. You know, and that's what you do. You know, we... The guys that's been here like that, you know, you, you, it's it's like a somewhat like a brotherhood. You know, it's more than just being a, a co-worker, you know. I mean, me and Barry's done A lot of us, we do stuff, have done stuff with each other, you know, days off, you know. Uh, you have a family member's loss. We, you know, support them through that, you know. We support each other. So that's what it is. It's just a, it's just a family atmosphere, and it creates, it's a bond. Like a family, really. And that's important to the success, not just a family itself, but for a family of, 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 for a location, for a company to be successful is you've got to treat each other well and respectful. And, and that's one thing I heard out, you know, this morning was, is how everybody kind of backed each other up, whether it was, uh, helping Miss Kelly, who, who was here for, for a long time and, and, and managed and now Richard. And, uh, I think you all kind of have a healthy respect for each other and that, that, that creates success. Definitely. Yeah, we do. And in the company, you know, like I said, everything has a foundation. Mine came from my home and then my faith and working for the company and having, to, like I've told you, the opportunity to, as a driver trainer, to go attend the meetings. You know, Mr. Wilson, as an owner, he said in a meeting, my door is always open to the drivers, to the driver trainers. So the company, they've laid that foundation. You know, the highest that you can go in a company, the vice presidents, owner, you know, you, if any of us have a problem, y'all are not too busy to help or listen. And, you know, that's, I'm sure, rare also. You know, not everybody, they just want the work done and, you know, don't don't worry about the, the problems. 
our company is more about the people and that's, yeah. that's what's important. Yeah. You've probably already answered this. I'll give you a chance to answer this in general, but I mean, you've done a fantastic job of telling what it means to be successful at First Fleet. And uh, one thing I'd like to ask is, is someone that's brand new, and this is kind of a general question I'd like to end on, is someone that's brand new coming in with the company, what kind of advice would you give someone to be a 20-year person like yourself, 20 and beyond? When you start out, as I tell them, it's gonna be kind of hard. You won't go anywhere and start out on the top. You know, you'll have different challenges that you'll have to endure until you build in some time. And once you build in time, things will get a little bit easier. Things will get, uh, you'll have more of a you know set schedule, being familiar with what you're doing. Things will move faster. And for me, it's been uh, also, it's dependable. I've never had a week go by that I had to wait on my money or I wasn't gonna get my money or the check was gonna bounce with on this particular uh, client, customer, it's a five-day schedule, and uh, you get paid every week. The pay is good. Benefits are good. You just have to hang in. Every, everything is uh, growing pains, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. Mike, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks for your service here, and uh, thanks for leading uh, as you do. Uh, thank you. And last but not least, we are not going to leave Lynchburg without uh, speaking with Richard Vaughn, the fleet manager here in Lynchburg. And uh, just spent the last uh, couple of hours here with you, with your team here. And um, it has been a great honor. So I appreciate being invited up here to be able to, to be a small part of this uh, because it's those six guys in there that you just celebrated that are our heart and core of, of how First Fleet has been so successful for 35 years coming up next year. So I uh, appreciate your leadership. I appreciate you, all, all that you do. Uh, we're having discussions yesterday. We're sitting in your office right now. And uh, I think I told Bobby yesterday, I'm not sure exactly why we gave you a chair, a desk, and a computer, and a phone, because we all we needed to do is invest in running shoes for you. Uh, because you are all hands-on and you're all over the place, and 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 that's what that's what keeps that's what keeps everybody happy through here and, and satisfied is the the heart and soul that you put into your your role here. Uh, and I know you're following up Miss Kelly Moore, who is here for a number of years, and um, and both of you have done a fantastic job uh, leading well a very successful operation up here in Lynchburg. So I just want to say thank you for all that you do and uh, for all that you've done uh, for First Fleet. I also want to ask, before we kind of get started on First Fleet, uh, I know that you're a veteran. And uh, I just kind of wanted to first say thank you. Thank you for your service to our country. Uh, it's for, for the time that, and the years that you spent in to, to help serve and to, to make sure that we are a successful, safe country. It goes a long way. And just kind of tell about your experience in the service. Well, I was in the Marine Corps for just under eight years. Um, of course, I went all over the country, of United States, and then Norway, Iceland, Okinawa, Japan, uh, just got to see enough of the world to realize that United States is my home. But at the time when I was in, I wasn't doing it for anybody to say thank you or anybody to acknowledge it. I was just doing what I felt like at my time, uh, every 18-year-old male should be doing um, because the world was changing. That was in 83. And, um, you know, you just see what we've come to now, and it's just I'm I'm proud that I served, uh, but I, I weep for the ones that are in now because they're in so much danger from the crazy world that we live in. But 
I feel like every veteran needs to be thanked. Um, it's just, it's something that you don't have to do. We're not in the draft anymore. Uh, it's something that somebody steps up and says, I'm going to do my part. And that's the way I look at this place. I'm stepping up to do my part. <laughs> well, you led right into what I was going to say, because I, th- I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell if you were describing your time in the service, if you're descri- if you're describing <laughs> your, t- your time here, because from what I've seen and, 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 and know of you, that's the same way you approach your time here at First Fleet. Yes, sir. I feel like as a truck driver, I have a great understanding of what all these drivers are faced with because I've done it. I've, I've told them coming into this a year and a half ago or whatever, I was never going to ask them to do something that I wouldn't do myself. Either I have done or would do. And in the Flowers Baking Company, being able to do whatever they want you to do, I have done everything that you, you can imagine. But it wouldn't matter if we had Flowers Account or if we had Red Rock or if we had, it, it wouldn't matter what the facility here has, which, of course, I've got the Big Island Terminal as well. And, you know, it's just, I've got it on my wall here just above my head. Be awesome every day. That's all we got to try and do. Everybody has bad days. Well, maybe call in sick if you're on a bad day or, or you know, you're not going to perform the way you should. And I've tried to perform every day as if it was my first or my last day here. They're all important because every day does change. And you got to stay on top of it. And that the running shoes might not be about, how about a golf cart? <laughs> <laughs> but outside of versus the military versus this, of course, I don't do any traveling now that I'm in an office. But um, as a driver, you know, I got to see quite a bit of this country. And uh, I think it makes you a better leader. If you've come from that kind of background where you've went through what these people are going through on a daily basis, whether that's hail, sleep, rain, snow, it, you, you've done it and you, they can call you and they can say, Hey, Richard, I'm having this problem. If I don't know what he's talking about, I can't help him. So I feel like I'm equipped in that manner that I can, uh, say, Hey, have you tried this? Can you do this? And a lot of times I may not have the answer. My supervisor, Wilbert may, one of us is going to get it figured out. We're going to, we're going to get these boys out of trouble and get them back. Oh, that's huge. Um, cause Walking in someone's shoes goes a long way, and I appreciate that when, and all that you've done as well. You know, I always describe this place as like a family, and, and we're a family company, and, and I was wanting to get your thoughts on, as, as, as a leader here, what what are the things that you're able to do to kind of keep that family atmosphere going? Because you've, you've got, a, you got a, a big crew here, and sure. um, it's been a long-term crew, and it's, it's, a, it's a good customer we've got here. What are the things that you're seeing as far as being able to kind of keep that family atmosphere going here? Well, Mark, I think the key thing is, and I'm by no means, I've got three children. I'm not trying to be anybody's father. But as me, I I think I represent the father's figure, if you will, just as the leader. And I've always got an open door policy. If a gentleman's got a driver, woman, I'm sorry, either one has a issue, they know they can open my door and say, Richard, I need to talk to you. If, If I don't have that open communication, it can sour people. It can, well, you know, I'm not cared about. I'm not concerned. People are not concerned what's bothering me. So I realize that maybe the military done this to me, but I realize if you don't have an ear to talk to, you're going to get disgruntled real quick. 
And again, I'm not perfect. I'm not, I miss things with so much going on in the flowers world. There may be a driver that I don't get to spend enough time with one day, but I keep it in the back of my mind. And the next free time I've got, and I see that driver, hey, brother, come and talk to me. Hey, sister, come and talk to me. Because we've, we've got to be able to listen to our people. And I think that's what's made First Fleet so great is it's not just me. I mean, I think of other terminals and fleet managers, you know, they listen to their people. I mean, because everybody should have a voice. And when you feel like you don't have a voice, well, it's time for me to go find a job somewhere else. And that's what I try to prevent here. We're not perfect, <laughs> but, you know, we, we have our better days than we do bad, I think. Yeah, I, there are no perfect days, but we uh, kind of one thing I like to try to have learned to live by is that, you know, today I'm going to do better than yesterday and tomorrow I'll do better than I did today. So Absolutely. that's definitely one thing that we want to, you know, definitely want to keep going forward. So yes, what words of advice have you got for us as we kind of close up? Um, Mark, I'm no place to give any advice. I mean, all of the corporate core that we have set such a fine standard of example of how we should do each other, our core values, Mr. Wilson star, you know, and he's, he's, he's gone now, but he's never going to be missed because what he instilled in us, I feel like that most drivers are going to stick with. I keep it here on my billboard in my office. You know, we're, we've got to remain that core values. The key thing is to me, the key statement is, Treat everybody like you want to be treated yourself, you know, because if you start treating people different then the golden rule, you know, it just goes back to the golden rule. But in today's society with modern technology stepping up, you know, we've got to embrace change because if we don't, we're going to get left behind. And I think that's what First Fleet has done. Mr. Wilson, Mr. Piper, Mr. Beanie, all up front, they started recognizing, hey guys, if we don't ride this bike faster, we're going to get lapped. You know, or we don't get on a motorcycle versus a bike. You know, we've got to move on with change. And I think that is what's going to keep us going. If as long as we do that, we can't lose. I agree. Uh, Richard, thank you very much for your heart. Thank you for your service. Uh, and thank you for your leadership and helping make First Fleet successful. Mark, thank you so much for coming to Lynchburg, your second office. <laughs> I just want to say a big thank you again to our six drivers who um, took their time. And, and and I think every single one of them started out before we recorded saying, I've never done something like this. But um, you all did extremely well. And, um, and everybody likes to tell their story. And everybody likes to kind of let others experience what they've experienced. And um, it was it's a great time for me to be able to just to sit back and, and let these guys tell their experiences uh, over time. And I um, also want to thank Richard Vaughn, uh, the fleet manager in Lynchburg. And um, I really wish I could have gotten the a recording of the presentation of each of the 20 year awards because uh, Richard and his team had some great things to say um, that we didn't exactly get a chance to get on the recording, but they, they were all well done. And uh, even the gentleman that uh, you just heard also had some things to say of over their time here. And it's neat to see the teamwork. Uh, you heard family quite a bit. And uh, that's what I've always experienced when I've had a chance to go up to Lynchburg. It's just kind of that family atmosphere. Uh, they seem to take care of each other and watch out for each other. And it's just been something to see over time uh, that's been really neat. You know, one thing that I thought about as, as we were going through there is that five of the six drivers uh, all came from the prior carrier, or they may have worked and driven with flowers themselves for years. And 
when we came in and, and we started that account in Lynchburg, those drivers came over with us. And you got to go back and you think, you know, at the very beginning of, you know, what questions were going through their heads of who is First Fleet? What's this company going to be like? Is this company going to be something I, somebody I'm going to work with for a long time? And, uh, and you go back and you think, and a, a lot of the accounts where we've started, you know, we've got over 100 locations out there. We've had that opportunity in many locations of, of bringing on drivers. And some of you that are listening may be in that same boat. And what we want you to know is, is that, you know, we want to make that experience as, as great as possible for you so that in 20 years or however long it takes to get to 20 years for you, you're able to kind of sit down and do the same thing. So that's our goal is uh, to make the experience and the transition as, as, as smooth as possible and to make um, your experience here uh, something that you want to you want to tell others about. And, you know, again, this is our first road show. Uh, love to have many more. So if you're interested or if your location's interested in, in participating and, and kind of getting your stories out there, reach out to us. Hit that ask button on the podcast. Reach out to us. Tell us you want us to come and or to at least maybe phone in or even come. We can come and sit down with you and, and get some recordings out there. But it's fun to do this because your stories are what makes a difference and you are the reason we're able to do what we're doing. So thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. It's been a great episode and I um, appreciate everybody taking part. And uh, until next time, take care and stay safe. Stay safe.